Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. I oh God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I feel so rushed. So do I. God, I spend my entire life just feeling panicked now. Like, (gasps) go, go, go. You need to get this done now. Yeah. I'm constantly looking at clocks, too. And... You know how Vin Diesel lives his life a quarter mile at a time? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm living my life 30 seconds at a time. Like I have 30 seconds to do everything. 30 seconds to do this. 30 seconds to do that. And I just feel I feel scrambled. I think I was just ranting to you before we turned the microphones off. Yeah, it feels very busy, but then also at times extremely not busy. And well, it's very that, confusing right now. That's the problem is that we're at work and we go from 100 miles an hour to no miles per hour. For the rest of the day. Yeah, I hit a brick wall hard. Yeah, you got to squeeze all this stuff up into a very, very narrow window of time. Yeah. But anyway, these are our problems. Yeah, we have so many woes. I don't want to be a bummer. I got a smile on my face. The sun is shining today. I do have a new beef uh, to bring forward. Not with you. Okay, good. But it's just a a thing that I've... (laughs) When someone tries to create their own catchphrase... (laughs) I find it to be the most painfully embarrassing thing. Oh no! I've ever seen in my life. Does somebody in your life have a catchphrase now? No, no. It's oh. it's it's a. So my best girl is starting a new makeup course. She loves makeup and wants to learn more about it. Yeah. And so she's doing this course, and um, she's really excited about it, and has started watching this show on Netflix. It's a reality competition show called Glow Up. Okay. And it's, uh, it's, it's about makeup. It's just makeup artists doing their thing. It's actually pretty impressive to watch what they can do. But one of the judges on this show is trying to create her own catchphrase and get it going. And it's just painful. Oh, every no. single episode she tries it and it A failed. different catchphrase every time or she's working oh, it, the same one? Same one. Oh. When she really likes the work one of the artists has done, she'll go ding dong. Ding dong. And she says ding dong a thousand times. And and it drives me, it makes me so mad. Why don't we meet back here tomorrow at the start of tomorrow's podcast and we'll each bring a catchphrase and we'll see if we can get it going. That's gotta hurt. I think that one's been done. Yeah. Ding dong. Blammy. No. That's close to whammy for an anchorman. I was just trying to put a spin on it. That didn't work. Can't fool me. But yeah. Ding, ding dong. dong. And she'll and do it she, at different cadences and but stuff. But does she clap? Ding dong. When she really likes it, yeah. Ding dong, ding dong. And she just keeps saying ding dong. And oh. uh, like I actually kind of enjoy watching the show, like what they're able to do. But this yeah. woman and her catchphrase. Oh, So your best girl, she's really into makeup. Mm-hmm. She always looks very put together. Yeah, she's always get, she gets more compliments on her makeup than anyone I've ever seen in my life. But let me ask you this question. Who does she practice makeup on? Is it you? It's not me. Is it you? It's not me. For this course, she does need like a bunch of models. Uh-huh. And 
oh my God, it's you. I keep being like, oh boy, uh, you you need to find, uh, you got to ask a lot of people, hey? Oh, I would like to see that actually. That'd be horrifying because I know one of the things she has to do, it's called like mermaid makeup. I don't know what that is. No, neither do I. It's actually, it's incredible how complicated that makeup world is. Yeah. And you can see why, I can't remember which Kardashian it is, but one of them is a billionaire thanks to their makeup. Oh, that's, uh, I was going to say which one it is, but I don't want to appear like I follow the Kardashians. Is it Kendall? I don't know. I don't know. But then like, we'll go to sales at Sephora and it is a zoo in there. When you guys go away for a weekend, how much stuff is she bringing with her? Does she bring lots and lots of stuff? She does. Really? Yeah. I don't know what any of it does or how it works. Yeah. And when I say she looks put together, I don't mean to make it sound like she wears a lot. She always looks like she took some time. She took a minute to make herself look the way she does. Yeah, she's always enjoyed it. So she wants to make a, a career out of it. So she's oh, looking into, into I didn't that. I know that. Yeah, so that's what she's going to try and do. And yeah, so this show kind of fits perfectly into what she's thinking of doing for her career. So we're trying to watch it. And this ding dong lady. Well, you know what I say to your best girl? Ding dong. <laughs> ding dong. The clapping, it makes me so mad. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone. <laughs> Forever. You know what makes me say? Ding dong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. You know what? I actually... It's catching on. I just looked it up. There are compilations on YouTube of her just saying it over and over. Like, listen. Ding dong. Ding dong. Marvelous. Ding dong, darling. Like it just goes on and on. Everything's just so fake and so manufactured. <laughs> I don't mean just that show. I just mean everything just seems, I don't know. It seems like everywhere you go, somebody's trying to create a catchphrase and turn that into T-shirts and bumper stickers. Oh, my God. So not only does she do that, but she also will examine the makeup up close with the biggest magnifying glass you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. She's going up to models' faces with a huge magnifying glass. Oh, are you sometimes Ooh. just driving along, Bryce, though, and that little light on your dashboard starts going ding dong? That's very not ding dong when that light comes on. <laughs> well, if if that light does come on and you're not saying ding dong, you should take that car to any location of Lube City, get your oil changed. Uh, get them to swap over your tires, too. They do that as well. If you got to go from your winters to your summers, they'll take care of that for you. It's 27 locations. You can find the one nearest you at lubecity.ca. Ding dong. dong. Marvelous. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Money, 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 money. It's always cool when you find money on the ground. It doesn't matter if it's a loony or if it's $1,000. Found money is just better than anything. Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. Bryce, I was telling you off air, I kind of gave you the broad strokes here, but some guy in, uh, this was in Oregon, he's driving down the highway and throwing hundreds of thousands of dollars out the window of his car. Hmm. $200,000, they figure. And that's U.S. So this guy just has that kind of money. He's like, ah, I'm bored. I don't know. It says the guy's name, Colin Davis McCarthy, 38 years old. Oh, boy. Told police he was, quote, doing well and just wanted to share the money, uh, which is believed to come from his family's shared bank account. Ooh. So he's got a joint account with his wife? 
Oof. And he just decides to withdraw 200? Yeah, 200,000 bucks and just drive down a highway and throw it out the window. What would a nice you, guy. Would you pull over? Like if you saw money on the shoulder? Oh my God. Or in the ditch? Absolutely. I would just assume it's a trick, a trap, something, or something. I don't oh. know. I'm the same. There's this kind of related. There's this loony on the ground on one of my walking routes that I do every day. And I see it in the gutter every single day. It's been there for like two or three weeks since the snow melted. And I refuse to bend down and pick it up because I just feel like it's going to be one of those novelty ones that's nailed to the pavement. And (laughs) everybody in the office building will look and go, (laughs) look at that sucker. He fell for it. And I don't want to be laughed at. I don't need that. Yeah. All of a sudden you're on an episode of Just for Laughs Gags. Yes. Looking confused and scared. Yeah. So I will never pick up that loony. I don't know if I'd pull over if I saw money blowing around in the ditch. If I saw a ton of money in the ditch, I would probably have a hard time believing it's real. That's, yeah, I guess maybe that's my point. But if I were, you know, jogging by, because I jog all the time. You do. Such yeah. a jogger. Uh-huh. And I was just kicking 20s left, right, and center. I would be stuffing my pockets. Oh, my God. Uh, apparently, the police went back to uh, look for the leftover cash, but they did not find any. It oh. all got scooped up. Oh, it mysteriously disappeared before the police were. Oh, that's uh-huh. weird. Huh. Wow. And the entire police department suddenly has new Rolex watches. Maybe that's what we should do. Is uh, we should do a promotion. The Garner Andrews Show presents, and then what we do is we just drive around the Henday in a limousine and we throw hundreds of thousands of dollars out the sunroof. Okay. I don't know what the payoff is. It would be the least satisfying way to spend $200,000. You think. <laughs> Because you don't get to see people picking it up. You're driving down the road, so you throw it out, and you just drive away. You don't get to see people enjoying it. Yeah, exactly. For all you know, deer are eating those things. It's the same as calling 911. Like, you see a kid fall out of a tree and hit the sidewalk. You call 911, but you never get a follow-up. It's like the worst cliffhanger episode of any TV show ever. The show gets canceled before you get to find out what happened. Same thing with throwing money out of the car. It's the exact same thing. I'm not a great with money. I think that's pretty clear. But I think yeah. throwing that kind of money out your car is ill-advised. Yeah. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody said my theory, his wife was leaving him. And I quote, I would rather throw my money away than let you get half. Ooh. Ooh, that'd be spicy. It's play on vengeful tune and smokes tires. <laughs> What would his vengeful, vengeful tune be, I wonder? Mm. I don't Highway know. to hell? Oh, probably. I don't know. Like, if I saw money blowing around coming out of a car, I would just assume it was garbage. Me too. Yeah, and from, like, driving past on the road, like, I'm not examining what's in the ditch close enough. Yeah. If I were jogging past, I'd be lining my pockets like crazy. We should talk about that a bit. You know, let's talk about your lucky day. Like, did you find money? Did somebody give you money unexpected? Well, this person texted. Where did it go? Hang on. Uh, I was having a bad day, so I went and bought $50 in gift cards. Or I went and bought $50 gift cards, wrote a little note on them, wishing the recipient an amazeballs day, and drove around putting them under windshield wipers. My day felt so much better. Huh. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. I guess I once found, I just thought of this right now, I was in a, a discotheque. Uh, I was getting my grind on. Oh What's with the grind? You gots to grind, man. Okay. And I was using the ATM, and I remember 
it, my money stuck to the top. It didn't come out in the slide. It stuck to the top. And when I reached in and pulled my money out, it uh, I got like 80 extra dollars. Oh, really? And it was a crowded discotheque. People were grinding. Wow. So I wasn't going to find who owned that money. So I just took it and did my shooters and kept grinding the night away. <laughs> you went back on the dance floor after that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Were Probably you a little on, looser. Were you dancing on top of one of the speakers? After that, I was. Yeah. Did you dance on the bar? You got to. I went full Coyote Ugly. A few years ago, I was. this is a text. A few years ago, I was living in Vancouver, was walking home after watching some bands, found a crisp $50 bill on the sidewalk. Not a, band, a bad end to the night. No, that's not a bad finish at all. 50 bucks? Why not? That's a pretty good street find. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. Uh, somebody was saying on the text machine, my colleagues and I worked in Calgary. We were coming home this Sunday. Stopped in Red Deer for a washroom break. I found a $50 bill on the floor where people were ordering food. I bought ice cream for everyone to celebrate the lucky find. Carol. Wait, she found it where they were ordering or she found it in the bathroom? Uh, oh, I wouldn't pick up PP money. No, yeah. I think it's where people were ordering food. Okay, yeah, because PP money, different story. Nobody enjoys PP money. Well, if you saw $50 laying on the floor... I it mean, would depend on which... Ba- if it was that one in North Battleford, right oh. at the top of the... I would... No. I wouldn't pick that one up. If it was the porta potty on day three of Coachella, probably not. No. But I mean, our money is made to be washed, I guess. Yeah. Uh, somebody else said, me and this other gentleman were in a parking lot one time and found $200 cash. We made eye contact with each other and said, splitsies? <laughs> <laughs> Dean from Picardville, Pickardville. Oh, have man. you ever heard of that before? No, not that town. No, uh, but going splitsies with a total stranger on found money. I just love splitsies. <laughs> Question mark. I like that. They each take a hundred and go their separate way. That's still a good day. Uh, oh, this one's from Nicole. I was walking to a bar that was about five blocks from my house. About halfway there, I found a folded ten dollar bill on the sidewalk. I was pretty stoked. Then I unfolded it. It had a $100 bill inside. I don't really remember anything else about that night after getting to the bar, Nicole. Yeah, you were probably wasted on all the pickled eggs you bought from that jar that sits on top of the bar. Oof. That's what I'd do. Holy cow. Have you ever done that before? Bought a pickled egg in a bar? No, I never have. I don't, uh... I did never even been tempted. Now, would you eat a pickled egg? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I did just, like, maybe a month ago. I've never done that in my life. But I saw them, and I saw them on the menu, and I said, I will take two of your finest pickled eggs. And they brought them to me in, like, a cereal bowl. It was weird. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, Somebody said, your story about the guy driving around throwing money out his window reminded me of this one time. I went to a company work celebration in Vegas. We had dinner on a rooftop club. About two stories above the strip, one guy decided he was going to make it rain on the strip below, so he threw $50 worth of $1 bills off the roof onto the sidewalk below. People started pushing each other to get to the money. Cars were stopping in traffic. People just jumping out. It was chaos. Then people were mad because it was only $1 bills. Some people just threw the money back down and stormed off. Nice. Uh, Thank you for that. This is sort of, well, I guess, unrelated. We're talking about lucky days, I guess. 
Some days your luck is you finding a bunch of money. Or this story, this is a good one. Last week, my three-month-old iPhone fell out of my pocket while I carried my kid across our street. I realized it a minute later. I saw the phone laying screen down in the middle of the road seconds before a pickup truck slowly drove over. The phone was in the middle of the wet tire tracks. The phone was miraculously totally fine, except for the tempered glass screen cover. Okay, that's a lucky day. How about you? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Kayla had a different kind of lucky day. She says, I was on my way to work about an hour ago. I was coming up 149th Street. As I'm passing 131st Avenue, I look to my left and a vehicle is maybe three to four feet from completely T-boning the side of my car. The speed they were going was obvious they had ran a stop sign. I drive an 04 Alero and I don't have collision. Feeling pretty lucky today. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, lucky days aren't always about money. Sometimes they turn out to be not all that lucky at all. Like this one right here. Like this person did the right thing, but... On my way home one day, I came across a rollover scene that was melting out of the snowbank on the side of the road. The people in the vehicles were all gone and had been for months, but a pile of garbage, I saw an orange phone case, so I stopped. Surprisingly, the phone still worked. So I phoned the number labeled home from my phone. The guy that answered it was very confused and surprised that I had found it. We decided to meet at a subway in town the next day. He got there, took the phone, and left, not even saying thank you. If I knew he was going to seem like a giant bleep and make it seem like an inconvenience to get his phone back, I would have left it in the snowbank. Uh, yeah, that's where a thank you's in order. That's all you need, just a thank you. Some sort of expression of appreciation. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody just texted, said, guys, on the topic of what would you take home from a restaurant? I was out with a friend on Sunday night. She asked for a container to take home what was left of her drink. <laughs> Granted, it was a delicious peachy thing, but still cringe. They didn't have a cup, so they gave her a soup container. Nice. Can you do that? I didn't think you could. Was it a boozy... Are you still out there? Was it a boozy drink? Because I don't think you're supposed to leave the restaurant with... With boozes, are you? I don't think I've ever had a drink where I'm like, Can I get this to go? Well, have you ever been unable to finish your beer and they're like, Let me put that in a to-go container (laughs) for you? That has never happened. No. Huh. Weird. Somebody else said, I have a friend that will always ask for a coffee creamer in the Tim Hortons drive-thru when she doesn't even order a coffee. She'll get a breakfast sandwich and a hash brown, but ask for the creamer so she can put it in the coffee she makes at work. I've never called her out for it, but I don't think Tim Hortons should have to pay for her cream at work, Kim. Ooh, savvy. Uh, is it? Or is that cheap? Hmm. I don't know. I'm sure that their thinking is... I'm here spending money. Maybe I want to put that coffee on my sandwich or that creamer on my sandwich, which would be weird. Yeah, maybe they just like dipping their hash browns in creamer. Yeah, who knows? Does anyone else do that? Would you do that? No, I don't think I could bring myself to do that. Because I always feel like there'd be a question like, well, I just gave you a sandwich and a hash brown. Why do you need a creamer? And I would have no argument. Yeah, my fear of rejection would be too strong. Yeah. I don't even like asking for a to-go box. I feel like a failure. 
I don't even ask. I, you know, when they give you, when you say, can I please get some ketchup and they give you one package, that's not enough ketchup. I feel guilty if I say, can I have more than that? And then they give you a, and then you just have to do that thing where you just keep them coming. Just keep them coming. I'll tell you when enough is enough. Yeah. I don't like doing that. Keep going until you can't lift your arms anymore. Or they give you, you say, can I get some vinegar for my fries? And for some reason they give you 20 packages of vinegar. You need half a package. That's it. You don't need 20. Yeah, they're just dying to unload that vinegar. Oh, yeah. It's the Gar Andrew Show Express Kelly Podcast. Like, if you go out with some friends, maybe you're out watching the game last night and you ordered some wings and maybe you had two wings left. Maybe you had three. Do you take two wings home or do you just sort of throw those in it? You know, get rid of those, take them away. I don't want them. But would you take two wings home? No. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't. I kind of, I have a point of no return in my meal at a restaurant, which is really about half the plate. Yeah. If I can get to half the plate, I'm going to polish this off. Even if I'm full and hate myself for days. Oh God. Yeah. I do the same thing. For some reason, I feel like uh, bringing leftovers home is a sign of defeat. (laughs) I do like the idea of knowing that I have leftovers in the fridge at home though. Like, I can't stop thinking about that. I will be very hyper aware that I have leftovers. If I was sitting here right now and I knew I had, you know, two thirds of a quesadilla left from being in a rat, I would, that's all I would be focused on right now. Although it'd be a little soggy. I don't think I'd take a quesadilla home, but. I guess for pizza. Oh my God, pizza, yeah. You know, I'm not going to leave two, I'm not going to leave two slices on the table. I'll take those home. Yeah. But not even ask for a box. You just put them in your jacket pocket. <laughs> yeah. This this text, though, I don't know whether they celebrate this person or say, ah, we were celebrating the father-in-law's birthday at Red Lobster. My son, who just moved out on his own, convinced everyone at our table, about eight people, to give him their leftovers. Ooh. And then he had the waiter bring him another basket of bread to take home. <laughs> it was amazing. But was it? And does Red Lobster give you free bread? Well, I thought that was Olive Garden. Is uh, there a thing, the cheese buns, those b- cheese biscuit things? I don't know. I, I, taking other people's leftovers, eh, I'm not too keen to have seven other people's dirty plates scraped into my box. Yeah, because what if you don't like what your Aunt Marjorie ordered? You're still going to take it home with you? She always orders that weird salad that, that she thinks is healthy, but it's actually got more calories in it than you know the fish and chips. It, uh, it would be weird to go to a family dinner like that and walk away with mono. <laughs> yeah. Who'd you get mono from? <laughs> My auntie. Yeah. Uh, Do you mean the kissing disease? I do think asking for the extra bread to take home. That is, uh, that's champion level. I think that's out of line. <laughs> I think it's it's fine if you want to ask everybody else for the leftovers. But when you're asking, when everybody's uh, standing up and pushing their chairs in and you're asking for another basket of bread, mm. Maybe not. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.